the impression. Well, hello everyone. Everyone, uh, anybody new here? Um, I can't see my screen very well. I don't think so though. Oh, who's Thomas? Ellen is new. Nice to see you, Ellen. How did you find, how did you end up here? Can't hear you. Okay. Yeah, I think she's muted. Oh, there. Am I, oh, is it okay now? Okay. <clears throat> I've done the Course in Miracles quite a long time, and somebody that I worked with uh, mentioned your name. That was quite a few years ago. So I've just been, really been enjoying looking at your YouTubes, and today I got a chance to join you live. So. Oh, great. Well, welcome. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, maybe we'll just, uh, in uh, honor of <clears throat> Ellen, we'll sorely paraphrase a statement from the Course of Miracles, which is uh, firm in faith in this something else that you've made to be yourself is the act of denial of what you are. Yes. And a simple definition is the brain interprets to the body of which it is a part. Yeah. So the brain is an So I guess we'll start it. Eh? Yeah. Brain is, an inter is interpreting to the body of which it is a part. So that's the basis of the narrative that we're hearing. Yes. Interpretation is being broadcast. It's not a, <laughs> this is that and here. It's an interpretation over and over and over again based on this one idea. Oops, sorry. Uh, sorry. I'm gonna, I forgot to mute all. Sorry. I'm going to read all, and then you can start over, okay? Sorry. All right, I have to start over again. <laughs> okay, unmute yourself. I think, uh, I, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. I just gave out the secret, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> you have to come to next year, July 8th, ninth. maybe if you're lucky. <laughs> so we're talking about a statement, I think, on 468 in the... Course in Miracles, the uh, inner foundation version. And it's a simple statement of fact from that point of view, the download of the course, which is the brain interprets to the body of which it is a part. Yeah. So we're hearing the brain's interpretation, so to speak. Yeah. So the brain is, is being used yeah, to interpret so, and put voice to something. And that's the interpretation of life based on self, self-centeredness, yeah. So self-centeredness is a myopic view, really, because everything you see gets shrunk down to how it pertains to you. So the universe, how it pertains to you, the uh, infinite void, how it pertains to you. So basically, yeah, it's a very myopic sort of cone-type shape uh, vision. So the brain interprets to the body of which it is a part, explains a lot, yeah? So why is it that when you believe you've changed, the interpretation hasn't changed? Because it's not you. You're not doing the interpretation, the brain is. The brain is part of the body and therefore it's going to include the body in the interpretation in a huge role, yeah? Which is the center of it all. So the body isn't just seen as a body, it really represents the idea of being the doer 
yeah, the thinker, the feeler, the taster, the toucher, yeah, all the contact that's brought about by consciousness, as they say, even in recovery, they call it conscious contact. It doesn't say Paul in contact, it's conscious contact, consciousness in contact through the gates, yes, seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. The claiming of those wouldn't really stand without an image, yeah, to, to be remembered by, yeah. To, to picture, to envision. So the body really is the representation of the claiming of all that verbing going on, yeah? And, inf and inferring that all the verbing is either done to, or done, or done by, or done through a noun, yes? So it makes a huge difference because it's sort of like the horse in front of the cart, and you're hearing the whole story from the cart's point of view which the cart will always put itself in front of the horse. So from the cart's point of the view, the horse is behind the cart. <laughs> from the horse's point of view, it's very clearly the horse is, the cart is behind the horse, yes? <laughs> so why we, you know, hearing that, that the brain interprets to the body, wouldn't it just disarm you from trying to change out, changing the thinking and the judging and shit like that? And just, just, there's that, you know, there's tons of lights broadcasting the shit. There's one loose bulb, which is the sense of self. Yeah, the one loose bulb is that you're the doer. That can be, you know, it can be taken out. When it's sort of taken out, because it has to appear to be in by us. We, we see false evidence appearing real. Let's say that bulb is taken out. Now the whole message of all those lights get changed. Instead of being 200 watt, they're down to 60 watt, yeah? Because a lot of interest leaves the whole chain of lights because it's not about you anymore. That's the whole nugget. That's the whole nut. That if you just loosen the nut of it's all about you, you'll travel lighter through what everything's all about, yeah? It's just the way it goes, like a cold or shit like that. Uh, <laughs> it just be, it's just, uh, it brings about an effect that you tried to bring about through paying a lot of money and doing some extreme shit or, you know, taking a wave that was much bigger than your little fucking pay scale fucking doing this and doing that to get that outside of the box experience. Well, this is, you've never been in the box experience, not an experience, but it's a sense. You haven't been in the box, so there doesn't have to be an extreme getting out of the box. I mean, it can be fun, but there's no, there's not a compulsion or a drive <clears throat> because there's a contentment and satisfaction right where you are already. And you aren't, the main requirement for it to stay so. That's the beauty of it, because if it's based on you, you're gonna have a lot of anxiety that you're gonna do something to blow the whole thing off, yeah? In this case, nothing nothing is, ba is based on you. That's the beauty of it, yeah? So it takes that one little part out, instead of having a whole schematic of the 12 universes and all this shit, it just looks, sees that one bowl that keeps flickering, just takes that out and then you see everything different. And then hopefully 
in some respect, like it has for some of the people here, non-duality is the last answer. It puts to rest this, uh, this urge or this feeling of need to find out more. It just squashes it all, yeah? And then you're just here, yeah? And you've always been here. That's the funny thing, you know? It's sort of like the funny thing that Ramana says is being ourselves reality the greatest mystery is reality wanting to attain reality, yeah? He doesn't just say the greatest mystery is reality wanting to attain reality. Oh, yes, that's, we could go off and pontificate on that. But he puts in the, the beautiful one right before it, being ourselves reality. That's what's making it the greatest mystery. Because Paul, a.k.a. reality, is trying to attain reality. <laughs> This is the joke that falls on you. This is the non-duality joke, yeah? That you are what you're looking for. And so all you're looking for was causing that not to be obvious, yeah? Yeah, it's just that simple. And so uh, what happens is there's a migration of interest, really. You can't marshal that migration, yeah? In this sense, you're more of one of the birds. You're not like the director of the birds. So there's a migration of emphasis, let's say from the cart to the horse. So now you see everything with the horse in front of the cart, or like in Zen they would say, you see blue as blue, red as red. There's a clarity, not um, you know achieved and, and hewed out of stone, it's just available now. It was always available, now it's available, yes? The idea that it's always available may not have much of an effect if it's now not available. <laughs> so, so when you say, that which I'm seeking is always available, but just not right now, <laughs> that's the moment. That's its only value. Its only value is to be always available. There's no exemption, not, well, not right now, or not in the right condition, no. Always available at all times right where we are, right where we are. You don't have to find any new location, right where we are with no requirement necessary. You can live a life. And you know, in, in a way, the living of the life, that bulb is mine, yeah. When you look at life and you're, it's being explained to you by the, in the English language, the word my, you see what happens with little kids. They're playing nice in the sandbox. And then suddenly the sense that this, I own this toy creates a little habit because now it's not being freely shared and you don't want Tommy to play with your fucking fire truck. Yes? So the whole thing changes, the whole atmosphere with this little introduction of my. Yeah, this is what happens. That my, that seemingly goes unnoticed. We jump right to what comes after it like relationship, health, money, but we don't see the mind. That's where the meaning is being given to all that, that which comes after. Most of us don't see it. We just live, you know? We live right in the, we're seeing that we're, we're right at the event of the transfer of meaning and we don't see it. We just see the meaning when it's been given to money after my money, yeah? When a problem is my problem. It's a totally different problem. Yeah. The my 
is an injection of a huge amount of meaning and we're not even aware of that distribution route. It's going running right through us. So we want to get out of every problem <laughs> except the my problem. Yeah. We want to keep seeing them as mine, but we want to get out of them. We want to get relief. It's sort of like, I want to experience my own absence and I want to be there to tell the story. So I want to be able to tell you I've disappeared. <laughs> so yeah, this is all a negation of these assumptions. You don't make the negations. You, you're brought there just by hearing satsang. Hearing satsang, sometimes you don't notice it. There's trees falling. <laughs> yeah. And your cloudy view is, gets open. And then you realize uh, the misunderstandings. You don't need to replace them with a new understanding. A lot of people have understandings, but when they need them the most, they don't seem available. <laughs> They've read tons of shit about relationships, and yet they're flipping out at the dinner table. So they know, they know, they know, they know nonviolent language, they know everything, yet it doesn't work. And in the real life scenario, not the real life, the life scenario, it seems to fail you. Just like with me, I learned a lot about how to take care of myself. It's all out the window when something takes me over, like a cold. I forget all about the echinacea Z told me for years. I forget about the elderberry syrup. And by the third day, I, I remember. <laughs> I mean, all the faults that I see in the action figure, if it was taken to be me, it would demand a lot of fucking work. I'd be constantly working at the Urban Renewal Project called Paul. But thank God, acceptance has flown in to this insane character because uh, I remember when we lived in the house in, in the lagoon, it was like huge. I, I, I walked miles in the house, forgetting something upstairs, going downstairs, forgetting that I forgot the thing. I would be walking like three miles a day, just walking around looking for shit. Luckily, Life has progressed where I'm in a much smaller area. So I save a lot of time and trouble. Now, if I thought it was me doing that, I could get really fucking upset about it. <laughs> but the upsetting about it wouldn't change much, really. It wouldn't. You know, maybe I could get, I've already gotten organized. I try to have bags. I try to have a place where I put the keys. And I do pretty well. I haven't lost the... The, the wallet I have right now for about a year or more. That's like fucking, that's like a life, lifelong ownership for a while. <laughs> so uh, this thing grows best, I feel, in an atmosphere of acceptance. Yeah, I do. And to see its role, not as the center of the universe or a chariot of the gods, but just as a, as, as an expression and an observation experience, really. Yeah. 
we express, we get impressions and expressions and there's observations of stuff, yeah? When I'm seen as the center, it just can't, it can't be, it can't, uh, it's too, too much mental sunlight. All those rays of thoughts about it just does not help it really. I've seen it with uh, your own hypochondriac shit prom promotes an illness when if you wouldn't be so concerned, the illness would have come and gone. But because you're watching every fucking thing and naming everything, yeah, jeez. So I found that very clearly with this experience. Paul's looking out for its best interest was a big problem, really, because it would just go the wrong way completely. Yeah, so non-duality is a, a simple invitation it's a movement here, and that movement is negation. So by negation, you arrive at where you already are. It sounds funny, like you wouldn't need to arrive at where you already are. But if there's a belief in time and space, that's sort of how it goes. You arrive at where you already are. So non-duality just keeps knocking off the miles and the time and whittles it down to the seeker is the sort, yeah, not the seeker and the sort. The seeker is the sort. What's looking is what you're looking for when, now, where, here, yeah. Put on different glasses, it's still what's looking, yeah. Put on different views, it's still what's looking. The idea of who's looking is a view, yeah. The views don't change what's, change what's looking, yes. So what's looking is what we're looking for. The, pro, the dilemma is we're using views to look for it. Yeah. And those views make us blind to what's looking, seemingly. Yeah. So the greatest mystery, as Ramana says, is reality, a.k.a. Matt, Paul, John, and all the hundreds of other people here. All of us are reality. Yeah. And that's the greatest mystery. Why Matt? and Chris and Paul and everyone else here, why we are wanting to attain reality all the while being reality. Not saying you got a chance to become reality you, and you can actually erase the big move you made to leave reality, which is sort of like the original sin before the Catholics came up with an original sin. Somehow, if the, what I hear about God and love and everything, and then what I see during the day that goes completely contrary to those ideas of God and love, I must have done something to fucking produce this. So I, one of the big things in the course is there's a belief that we have separated from the Godhead. It's some crazy idea. Yeah. So I, mean, I had the event in my own life with leaving a guru that was presented as the Lord of the universe. It was very, my head had a field day. I mean, who leaves the Lord of the universe? I mean, you got to come into a lot of questioning, Paul. <laughs> and the only way I could give, get permission to leave was get loaded, really. That was my out of jail card. I just got, I fucked up and that gave me permission to leave. Oh, it's insane. I could, you know, wow. Wow. So, hey, uh, I don't think that the theme of the talks have changed over the years. The direction hasn't changed. 
we don't want to really describe the indescribable. It's pointless. It's much better to find out. Yeah. See, the indescribable, just a little bit of and a bit of it is just as indescribable as a huge bit of it. <laughs> so yes, maybe you're going to get a little bit of it, but it's basically indescribable as the whole bit of it is. Yes. So there's no little or big. In incomprehensible cannot be understood. Indescribable cannot be described. And it's completely unknowing, unknowable. You cannot know it. Yeah. And you can't experience it. And this is incredible because you are it, yeah. So all these desires to know something is because we think we're knowing something from knowing something already. Like I know I'm Paul and now I wanna know God. Not seeing that this is gonna negate the God knowing. The wanting to know Paul maybe is not seen as a movement. It's just, wow, that's the assumption I live by, yeah. Paul wanting to know God, the, re the, the dilemma isn't God, it's the Paul wanting to know. Yeah, that's, see, when you see you're not the Paul, it's not stopping wanting to know because you didn't start it. Yeah, so you don't stop it, you just see that, that add-on that it's you wanting to know isn't true. So there's just a wanting to know God, yeah. And I see that there isn't, there isn't a Paul and there's no big deal about that. Oh yeah, sure. Paul, the Paul that I'm not wants to know God, wants to know a lot of shit, yeah? There's the, there's the relief. The relief doesn't come from, I'm gonna not wanna know God as Paul. That doesn't work, does it? People done it forever. They've said, I'm gonna stop judging, give me a break. I had it when I first got sober recovery. I'd wake up and I'm not gonna have a resentment today, I vow. And then 10 minutes later, I saw something from a, like felt like they were stepping on my toes, seemingly without provocation. Resentment just spawned from my old view. Now, I realized the pointlessness of another old view trying to change the other old view. <laughs> because of both views has Paul in it. <laughs> That's what needs to be seen. Why can I say that with great confidence? Because that's what happened and great relief has followed. Great relief has followed. I never succeeded in not judging, never. I never succeeded in being completely accepting. Oh, there she is. Being completely accepting of everything, yeah? This is in the hair salon. This is a, <laughs> it's a, it's a talk. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. She said, is this the nails? No nails come in at one, two o'clock. <laughs> the nails come, so, yeah. You see, where was I? Oh, yes. I'm not gonna become tolerable. Yeah, I'm gonna see that I'm, there isn't a Paul that's not tolerable. That's all, and what happens then, without Paul there giving meaning, and it's not Paul giving meaning, it's through Paul. Without Paul being the conductor of meaning to not being tolerated, not to being tolerable, giving a meaning that, that I have to change that, you don't, you lose interest in it. Yeah, and then it has its little space, not being tolerable. And it has little space, not being at peace, it's little space, 
anxious, you know? Yeah, there's no big opposite response. You're not caught in the dualistic vice, yeah? Because you've taken out the axis of it, like a seesaw. The whole seesaw of this and that, the axis point, thing it's resting on is the idea of you. A false singularity that has opinions about duality. It says one part of duality, not noticing that the same thing, right? Pleasure pain is the same energetic cord, but we only see the pain and we want the pleasure as this axis point, yeah? This is what non-duality negates. It doesn't negate the pleasure pain, it negates the axis point, that it's you, yeah? And then maybe I found, well, I found out that I could travel lighter through pleasure and pain this life without being the one traveling lighter through pleasure and pain. Simple as that. I had a big piece of evidence of having an interpretation that it was me traveling through pleasure and pain. I saw the graph, it didn't look good, yes? I had a more and more can try to control the situations to get a little bit of a better effect. A lot of managing going on, cutting off from tons of shit. And then there was the loss of interest in Paul. And then basically shit went the way it did, but because of the lack of emphasis, there was a travel lighter over it, yes? Like one master says, you, you as what you are, outshine the circumstances and situations. When, when that shining out goes through Paul, you, be at, you become the effect of circumstances and situations. When that, that shining light sees Paul as what it's not, the self thing, yeah? Then you have the ability to outshine circumstances and situations. It's the same light. The light getting directed through Paul now is at the effect of circumstance situations. The light seeing Paul and not seeing there being you, that allows you to outshine circumstance situations. Exact same light. It's just the emphasis is different. If it's coming through this, it's already, there's already contracts signed that you have no idea of. One of the dream aspects of it in the Course of Miracles for Ellen is that you and I are the dreaming of the dreaming, the dreaming of the dream, they say. I don't like the word dream. It sounds like a place or a thing. I like the activity of dreaming, but you and I are the dreaming of the dream. We forget that we're dreaming. Oh, well, how's that happen? How does the dreaming forget that it's dreaming? Yeah, taking itself to be a dreamt, yeah? So instead of being the subject of the dream, it becomes an object of the dream. Yes, seemingly. Forgets itself, takes itself to be Paul. All right, now the dreaming in this condition, everything it's dreaming, it gives the ability to affect it as the dreamt, yeah? So now that, that which we could outshine and override, now we're at the effect of. Not because that got more powerful, but because of the condition, yes? The, through the identification, when I become the owner of thoughts, thoughts can own me. When I, can, when I become the owner of feelings, feelings can own me, yes? So this whole point is not about the effects, it's about the fundamental basis that's allowing these effects because they're all appearances. They're all arising based on a previous condition, which is usually what we, we would call ours, yes? Ours, being our self-reality. 
we can see false evidence in a certain way when we see it from the idea of Paul and that false evidence will appear real to us. How could false evidence appear real? It would have to appear real to what's real. We're the trigger. False evidence is being presented all day. The brain is interpreting to the body of which it is a part and you're not a body. So basically the interpretation that we're living by is false based on false evidence. This is false evidence appearing real, yeah? This is a non-existent thing taken to be that which is existing to the point where the consciousness that's moving through us, we think it's an attribute we have. I'm the seer, I'm the hearer, I'm the feeler, the taster, the toucher. That's not true. Consciousness, consciousness is in contact. And then there's the idea that it's Paul comes after, yeah? So it's like warmed over contact is the interpretation. It's the contact has been interpreted and centered on the idea of being a self, a mat, a Paul. Spin your life, see how that works. A lot of people get extremely disillusioned. Let's not say they're people. And then of course they wanna get out of that which they think they're in. And that's the biggest in. The biggest business here is not getting into self, it's getting out of self. Tons of fucking promises are made to bring you out of the condition you, you think yourself is in right now, physically, hairstyle, this or that, constantly, all fucking dead, yeah, constantly, yeah. Now, what would happen if you saw the biggest problem isn't uh, you can't get out, is that you believe you're in? Isn't that fundament, fundamentally completely different? This is based on a reality that isn't real, you're in somewhere, so if that was real, it would make sense to get out. But what happens if it isn't real? It doesn't make sense to get out. What's, what's, what's the other option? You're not in. Have you tried that one? <laughs> Most people haven't. Most people completely take the false evidence to be real and then they're just making up, they are, their head is making up escape routes to try to get out of something or to try, you're wanting to get into something else is usually predicated by wanting to get out of something else. So a lot of us see our life story as, oh, what, what I'm into, but you don't realize that compulsion this way is based on what you want to get out of a lot. <laughs> so if there's not much contentment and satisfaction, you may have this huge spiritual journey story. But once you feel content and satisfied, you'll drop the whole enchilada. <laughs> you care less. Yet for years, you were, you were seeing yourself as a spiritual seeker. As soon as you get what you thought you were looking for, and you, you don't get it, it's there. Contentment and satisfaction, oh, the yoga pants get put in the closet. Fucking. <laughs> it's an easing comfort now. Not a promise for one later, but now an ease and comfort. Yeah, not a promise. I promise you, you'll have ease and comfort if you come to Costa Rica and you sign up for this retreat. Uh, I don't know, I don't think so. I like the deal I have right now. I have the contentment and satisfaction you're promising me. And from here, I don't see the promise as being that. Uh... <laughs> 
how are you going to tell what's, what's going to bring about satisfaction and or contentment unless you're in satisfaction and contentment? Yeah. What's going to tell you you don't need to do much? Satisfaction and contentment. What's going to tell you the journey's over? Not a journey. Another journey is going to keep the journey aspect of going. But non-duality cuts it all off. You're like, well, well, that's that. I caught with my pants down and fucking get used to it now. Yeah, hey, come on in, bro. You're getting hot. Oh, come on in, man. Hey, here he is. Hey. So now two guys just came in, so we're going to end this story. <laughs> uh, you want to open it up? Uh, yeah, we actually have a hand up. Uh, somebody new named Leanne. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the Course in Miracles, I just wondered what you thought about the sentence, uh, miracles are everyone's right, but purification is necessary first. So what purification do you think that is referring to? Uh, I don't think it's a process of purification. I think you you're of the essence of purification. You're not a thing. Yeah. So if you see, if you're looking at it from an action figure, it could seem like it's a requirement. If you don't see yourself as an action figure, that's my, that may be where you start from. That which can never be impure. It's like the sky. Does anything leave a smudge in the sky? No, that's what I was confused about because I wondered. Yeah, I'm not a. Why you need purification? I'm not a course in miracles theorist. No, no, no. I know. I just thought I'd ask because I know you've okay. studied it. Once I drink the nectar, I go to another flower. Usually, <laughs> <laughs> it's the nectar I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Some of the things I heard in the course have never left me. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Plus I, I, I memorized them. It's just that they provoked like an avalanche. So every time I, I get reminded, I go through the avalanche, which I like. Yeah. So. The thing I just said earlier was one of them when it said, uh, you and I are the dream, you're the dream, and then we're, we forget that. That to me seems like an important statement, yeah? So we're the dreaming of the dream, that's pretty, yeah? And then we forget that, and then suddenly a new condition is born, which is everything I'm dreaming as the dreaming now has the ability to affect me as the dreamt. So I have now become identified. So all those attack thoughts that were attacking my invulnerability, they're now attacking something very vulnerable. So I'm consumed by defeats and battles of attack thoughts. Yeah, because I become something that can be attacked seemingly. Yeah, that was incredible to see. It was. And then the whole idea of I think the statement of brain, the brain interprets to the body of which it is a part is quite a huge explanation of tons of shit. 
because people go, why? Why is it happening? Well, the brain is going to support the thesis. It's of the body that is supporting the thesis it is. <laughs> why, you know, it's sort of like jellyfish aren't going to advocate for fucking, you know, tiger fish. They're going to advocate for jellyfish, you know what I mean? When they start protesting. <laughs> so, I mean, the brain is going to interpret to the body of which it is a part. It's pretty beautiful in a way. So these, some of those statements was sort of like you were going up a stair and that was the last stair. <laughs> I don't know what else happened after that, but there's no more stairs. So you just jump off and then maybe you go to another page or you hear someone else and then you rush up a stair. Sometimes it's like an escalator. You don't even go up a stair. And then it's, you just keep jumping off. <laughs> that's the, that's, it's not much, it's just obvious. You've got momentum already. So when you're going to go to the next stair and there's, there isn't one, you go, you, you go off. Yeah. And so that's how, how I take all, all of it. Yeah. I take all of it like, just like that. Something is already like an unsuspected inner resource when something from the outside triggers it, which one on the echelon of importance would be first? The inner resource, yeah? I'd have be grateful that I heard the Course in Miracles, but I don't, yeah. That, that is what I would, the honor would go to, yes? That which was triggered, not the triggering of it. I have gratitude for that, but that which gets triggered, that's always triggered, that to me is it. Yeah? Yeah. So, so yeah, I feel uh, a lot of times when we see requirements, it's only because we're seeing it from the dreamt, let's say. Just the idea of atonement and forgiveness. Forgiveness is based on believing that someone or something did something that needs to be forgiven. Atonement is you ha you haven't you don't see that anything ever happened. Yeah. So you see this, uh, you know, I respond to a lot of shit as it's happening, but on the ultimate scale, it's never happened. Yeah. This is there's so many shit, so many things that were happening that were put on the scale. When you look back, they never happened. It's all, you know what I mean? All the weight that was amassed has dissipated, disappeared like mist. Yeah. I don't know how many more examples you need of that until you get it. So, yeah, there's a point where if every staircase takes me to the last stair, <laughs> maybe that's the starting point. Maybe I've been. The narrative has been me starting here, going up the stairs, but maybe when I jump out, that's me. That's truly what I am. And yes, and so this is just a little story. Great. And I hope there's not that many stairs. <laughs> yeah, so. That's how I see it right now. Yeah. Thank you. I don't like requirements. No, well, I thought if there's no journey, what's the point? But then what's the point of a whole course? <laughs> well, that's the point. They say throw it away, don't they? Yeah, well, yeah, but yeah, that's why 
this purification thing you wondered about? Well, the thing is, it's I, fi I find, let's say, the Course in Miracles, and then its own determination for you to throw it away, I think that's, most people would see it that way, is based on the uh, thing it describes in the book, which is here in this event, this event can be given a meaning that it's a dreaming oneself out of the dreaming. And as the dreaming continues, it gets happier. That's a nice way of seeing it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you need a narrative, if you need a voiceover, that's a pretty nice one. So it's like, okay, wow. So that means like the course would say, hey, your greatest failures were your greatest successes, your greatest successes were your greatest failures. <laughs> Always plays around with that. So the point is, yeah, the Course in Miracles, I would see was an aspect of dreaming ourselves out of the dreaming. And mm -hmm. as we do, uh, the dream gets happier. I would say the Course in Miracles, miracles played a role in the dream becoming happier in my life, in this event. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. So did it serve the same purpose as the 12 steps? The 12 steps also was a way, well, the 12 steps was completely, uh, let's say the action, happier, right? the action figure needed a belt and it needed 12 holes on that belt, which were the 12 steps. Uh, the action figure needed a way of life, or it was going to keep caroming, you know, into the other bumper cars. Yeah, so something had to happen. And so I got struck sober and the struckings the being struck sober wasn't enough, obviously, to life. So life introduced me to a way of life that night. Yeah, I was brought to my first meeting. And then that set off a 34 year uh, movement that's been pretty much directed on a base of sobriety. I haven't gotten loaded. May I get taken stuff in hospitals, but yeah. And uh, that calmed the waters in a lot of ways. So more could be reflected. Yeah. In my sense. So yes, that was, uh, I can't put words to it. You can't do justice to anything that's happened because it's, it's you that gives it all the meaning it has. So yes. without thinking of a memory and you're sort of extracted from it, you can't capture the feelings and everything or, or the volume or whatever was going on. But after, after living under that torrent of waves for so long, I have a sense feltness about it. And uh, man, I have a lot of gratitude to, to be able to enjoy peace of mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was so far gone. Yeah. I just, uh, yeah. So I feel I believe for some of us, satsang is sufficient to remind us uh, to let it be, so to speak, yes? And you'll feed your own, uh, you'll stoke your own engine. 
Yeah. And you'll start living uh, a bright way, so to speak, instead of trying to live a way to get bright. Yeah. Any way will do. Some need to be changed. Like in this, my case, I probably wouldn't be, you know, if I was still getting loaded on drugs, I would pass the donation basket right away. Yeah. <laughs> Try to get the cash and hit the road fast. I mean, I would have things compiling me uh, to different troughs. You know, I don't have that anymore. When I look, I don't look at the troughs. I see, look at space, you know, it's cool. Yeah. yeah. So these are effects that are brought about. There's no one that, that produces those effects. There's no one, because you couldn't, can't imagine it. From my head, tailored as this action figure, it cannot imagine how it is traveling lighter. It would, it would have to, it would look a certain way where that's not the essential quality of travel later. It doesn't look a certain way. Mm -hmm. But the, in my idea, mental traveling lighter, it would look, the dominant thing would be, it would look, I'd be living on the beach, this and that, yes? But traveling lighter doesn't look, its emphasis isn't on looking like it. it its emphasis is sensing it or feeling it. Yeah. Yeah, so it doesn't go with one of your <clears throat> stories or narratives. It doesn't enliven it and all everything. No, it basically goes its own way and you follow, you get taken with it and then you observe and express shit. Yeah, that you have nothing really to do with. I've never, I never have come to a Hedeman talk, Paul Hedeman talk, I'm serious. If it was me coming here, I would have, gotten, you know, I would I would have said no many, many times because I would have judged my condition not to be worthy of passing a message to. I don't see it that way. So I come no matter what condition I'm in and things happen. Now that has proven to be true. The other didn't. So I don't start with my requirements make things so. I say no requirements make things so. Seriously. <clears throat> yeah. Once you start adding your requirement on that which has no requirement, there's just going to be more. Inches will turn into miles. <clears throat> Fucking, you'll have to go to caves in Tibet and shit like that, where you can just <laughs> home in your living room with the lights off. Why do you have to go to a cave in Tibet? Produce the same effect. Get the little app with the Tibetan chimes. <laughs> <and> fucking, you <laughs> know, the, and truck everywhere. <laughs> That's what you need far out, you know. You a lot of people, and some people who could use some money will make money <coughs> from your drawing. So you'll always be used. That's how I see it. That's how I see dreaming of oneself out of the dreaming. You get you get a sense you're always being used <coughs> with no real intention. You're not trying to be useful, but you get to be put to use. Oh, beautiful. Well, thank you for coming, even though you have a cold and didn't feel like it or whatever. Oh, honey, yeah, I'm happy to meet you and see you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have a lot of uh, respect for the Course in Miracles, but I was not a student of it. I didn't study it. I, uh, 
well, I don't anymore for years, but you kind of brought it back to me um, reading your book. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so thank you. It is like, uh, you know, you can, you can uh, you know, collect a lot of appliances, but if you're getting off by the electricity, you don't need them all. <laughs> you, yeah. want to, you want the juice, so I feel, uh, yeah. Yeah. Cross of Miracles to me is an incredible download. It is. And it's yeah. description on mind, small mind, and dreaming is incredible. <clears throat> because I always felt that dreaming is a way of capturing this event. Because we have the example in our own little lexicon, which is the night dreaming. And the only way that we have that is because there's a, a, a morning. So the morning gives a whole new meaning to the night dreaming. If the night dreaming continued, we'd be taking it to be this. Yeah. So unfortunately, the awake dream, we don't have a morning, you know, built in. So you have to go to satsang and stuff. Yeah. So it's like the morning to wake up from the dream, the dreaming. So. Does that mean you're out of the dreaming? No, that's one of the things you wake up to. You, you have a lot of rude awakenings because what you think it's going to look like doesn't usually look like that. You know, oh, I'm going to get a, a, an eternal get out of jail free card. No, probably not. Yeah. If the action thing is meant to go to jail, it's going to go to jail. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what are the benefits? Uh, I don't know. You'll have to find out. That's the beauty of it. Because yeah? it's not going to be like you think. Just like in AA, we have a, a process called inventory. Because you have an event and you come to a conclusion, that motherfucker did something to me. And it, you take that same event and you write it down the way AA does, which is a four-column inventory. You get a different answer from the same event. And... At that point, you probably are sick and tired of your answers, so it's damn good. You got a new answer instead of yours to a situation. And when you apply the new answer, you travel better. So now you just very gently got off the dead horse and got on a live horse. It's, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I'm still on my high horse. <laughs> Well, thank you. If you see you on the high horse, you've just seen what you're not. Yeah, yeah. Which is you on a high horse. So you are the scene of what you're not. You just have the uh, free sample. <laughs> there was a picturing of you on a high horse. That ain't you. That's the great news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a... Uh, 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 it's very powerful if you're contained seemingly all your expressions and taking in information and, and putting out information is systemically formatted let's say let's say it's self-centeredness i mean it's a hundred percent so everything that you grab is nuded 
and give it meaning from yours, from the system you're seeing it from. It's not allowing a new view. Yeah, that's the newest view is to see the old view doesn't allow new views. It just morphs them into the same old, same old view. Yeah, mm -hmm. so non-duality turns into a path. But I don't believe that's the invitation, I don't. I believe it's a disarming and to have a stopping occur so that all these devices that are actively engaged with living, intellect and shit like that, you'll see them flailing because they can't get anything from the duality. Maybe you'll see they're not yours. You'll have a new fucking reborn, a new born. You'll be born from your own soil, so to speak. And now, you'll at least start before thoughts instead of starting after thoughts. I mean, shit, that's a, that's a huge leg up here. If you can start before the thoughts, you may see them as false evidence. If you start after the thoughts, you're driven by false evidence. So we have it in recovery. Why are you in so much fear today? Isn't it because self-reliance has failed us? What's the highest form of reliance on self? Being identified as it. You can't be more. You can't be more reliant on something. If I'm if I'm reliant on Stanley to the point I think I'm Stanley. That's an extreme reliance on Stanley. Yes. Yeah. So, and what does that provoke? Anxiety and fear. That I'm not going to get. I as Stanley. I'm not going to get what I as Stanley want. When you probably don't even want what Stanley wants, you know, but you'll die. But you probably don't even want it. You really don't. I thought I wanted that car. No, you didn't want the car. You want something, but it wasn't a car. You know? Maybe you want what's looking. You know? I mean, if we if there's a failure of what we're relying on, you would hope that we come to a position of somewhat open, even if it's begrudgingly open, that perhaps there's a better way. Like in AA, we say trusting the infinite rather than finite self. That's the better way here in the action figure world. Is the infinite of the action figure world? No. Is the finite self of the action world? Yes. So I don't want to base my of this in. Yeah, I want my in being based on the ofness I'm from. Yeah, so my traveling lighter in this place isn't based on I'm an incredible manager <laughs> because I'm not. It's based on I don't give a fuck in a lot of ways. I'm just resting on the oven. Fucking fire away. See what happens. You go through. I haven't been hit again. Top of the world, Bob. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just. It's just amazing. <laughs> so yeah, I'm still hanging on that bet. I make the bet, the same bet every time I go to the roulette table. 38 black, roll it. It doesn't matter. And I don't even look, I know. I'm gonna win no matter how it looks. Yeah, yeah, so. All right, thanks. I want to add how that division between um, miracles and purification is such a 
strange thing because like from recovery, there's, okay, there's, you stop drinking. So that's purifying, but that's also the miracle because you can't do it. Right. But it, that's so the, the simultaneity of that, that, you know, the course, a lot of us that read the course, think of it as very highfalutin miracles that you got to get to. And, you know, the, the loving gaze and stuff like that. But it's just that, you know, until you stop drinking that you're not going to appreciate the miracle of stopping drinking. And, you know, for a lot of us, that was, <laughs> you know, a lifetime to get to the an appreciation of not drinking, but, you know, addictive behavior. And then the miracle of, I mean, so once, once you're purified of not drinking or not addictive behavior, then you purify of resentments. This, the stop, you know, seeing them as seeing the resentment mechanism is the miracle and the purification, right? Mm -hmm. And then maybe you'll be available to purifying uh, the, you know, the, the amends necessary because of all the guilt driving you crazy. So the, that's, a, you know, like the, the sameness of purification and miracles. That's not different. Well, I don't think there's a, I don't think we are that which needs to be purified. No, that's my point, though, that, that what you can see as a miracle. So not drinking, stop, you know, the, the, the miracle of being relieved of the you know, obsession to use is a miracle and it's a purification. Well, yes. Again, the seeing of miracles comes from us, the seeing. Exactly. That's, that's what I just wanted to add about that, because I had that right after I met you. That was one of the first questions I brought up to you was <laughs> what purification was. So, oh. <laughs> so that's a long-standing thing for me too. <laughs> that I'm more comfortable with now. You know, my the meaning of purification. Yeah. The funny thing is, who's going to be judge of the purification? Yeah, exactly. That which needs to be purified. Yep. So, that's a dog in the hunt already. Yeah. You know? A mean dog. There's a purification committee. All right. Well, the author of the course, uh, obviously. <laughs> the author of the course. Uh, yes, yes. Oh, yes. Well, I'm, I'm a believer that uh, we're not that which needs purification. Mm. Yes. And Hallelujah. <laughs> Let's say the action figure Paul need to be purified of active addiction. It did as an action figure. I'm not talking about the otherness, but Paul as an action figure needed a lot of purification. So I got waxed sober and I was introduced to a way of life. And therefore the purification in that process allowed the action figure to follow principles and have new habits where it got into the habit of being sober instead of the habit of being fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. So that was an act of, of purification and the working steps purified my head mostly of wrong ideas. Because when you look at your role in things, it's a new uh, way of looking at things because you've been looking at everyone else's role in things for quite a while. And so it changes and basically uh, that which can be purified gets purified, which I believe is the action figure because it picks up a lot of dirt running around in the mud, yeah? But that which uh, needs no purification is what we're of, yes. So yes, maybe I didn't get to the course of miracles, but I went through that purification in recovery, 
the action figure. Yes, I want, I'm not toxic as I once was. Yes, my Petri dish got shifted from acidic to alkaline, which is much more hospitable to the, to the, to the local Petri dishes around me. <laughs> my acidic isn't trying to infect them with acidity. <laughs> so yeah, I could see that. So sometimes when, like Ramana, if you ever hear him speak, He's talking to some people and he says, hey, there's only two ways. Either you get to the origin of your misery or you admit you can't manage shit and that's surrender. So it would be self-inquiry, get to the origin of the misery and see it's not you, or this is way above me. I'm just gonna fucking surrender. Thy will is done, yeah? Then on another point, another uh, time he says, hey, who is there to rent to surrender and to who? So there's no one there to surrender and there's nothing to surrender to. Whether, was one true and one's false or was it situational? One was true with the, ne the necessary need that it was fulfilling at that moment. And the other was true when he was saying it at this other moment. Yeah, because there is no truth. It's what's before it. Yeah. So the Course speaks on a lot of different levels, remember. The mm -hmm. level confusion. Yeah. And it's the same thing, like in, let's say someone gets a head full of non-duality and finds themselves in a fire and their house is burning and it's super hot and they're talking as, oh, there is no house, there is no fire. Obviously that's not working. They need to know where a pail of water is, yes? So there's the level confusion. So there you go. So. On one level, that, that which is there needs to be purified because it's gone awry, yes? Yeah, and then when it gets purified, then maybe something can express through it. Not like it can't, but maybe it'll be more open. Some expression will come through that. So first it needs to go through something. That to me is like the canvas needs to get bleached and shit like that, yeah? Then the painting can go on. But then what we're of is before purification. Mm. That's my sense. So they're happening, one's happening all the time, which doesn't seem to be happening at, in time at all. And then there's the other that happens in time. One is sort of like this, one's sort of like this. So linear time goes like this, and then timelessness inserts every moment. So there's always timelessness in every moment. Because that's the what's holding time is timelessness, obviously. Yeah, so bam, 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 bam. So uh, it's coming that way. It's not just one interface. There's other interface that we're not aware of. Yeah, that has the most. It's the most influential than the interface we think is doing everything. Yeah, yeah. So that's how I see it today. But see, when you hear that, uh, you got to purify. Uh, the head, the way the head hears something, there's a statement in AA, and it showed a perfect way of how a head hears something. I jumped into the book way past where I was, and it says, you will cease fighting everyone and everything. I thought that was an order. 
I'm gonna, what? All right, all right, Sergeant, no, Private Hedeman, go out, cease fighting everyone, anything. I said, what the fuck, that's everything. But it was really at a point where effects would have occurred to that point where you were in a position of not fighting anyone or everything. There was no choice by you that you had been changed enough where you weren't fighting everyone anything. Yeah, so when I hear stuff, it hear sometimes the old way, oh no, another fucking, all right, stop the purification. <laughs> I know people, they want to get to, to their, to the relief from the family of origin. And then they go, the head goes to the family of origin from Mars. It just keeps making from shit up. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't think, you think it has a limited amount of shit? It makes shit up. They'll say, don't you remember July 4th, 1983? No. Did I do something? Oh yeah. <laughs> you really fucked up. What? I didn't even remember. I thought I fell asleep. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're so out to lunch, you can fall for anything. Oh, I did want to bring this up to you. So I think you couldn't handle it. I think you really fucked up. You did. You can't believe what you did to your mother. What? Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. I have the pictures. What? I don't remember. I was just almost at the finish line. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. All right, thank you. I'm going off in a little. It's the cold. The cold has me going into alternate states right now. Oh. Are, are you ready to pass the hobby horse to Chris? Chris, sure, yeah. Hey, Paul. Hey. Sorry you're not feeling well. I can't feel anything, though. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, thanks. Thanks for doing this while you have a cold and everything. Appreciate it. Yeah, well, it was too late. I didn't put a, a warning on the website. <laughs> I don't want to get those emails. Where were you? <laughs> we understand. I have a question. I've, I've heard you talk a lot, a couple times about, what? No, I'm joking. Okay. I've heard you talk a couple times about the, the mental state kind of living in the what's not happening. Yes, it was yeah. what's not happening. So I'm, I'm kind of per, I'm kind of permanently in the what's not happening. Like I can see it. And but uh, your head is, bro. Yeah, my head is <laughs> saying it's in it. And because we're in the habit of believing what the head says, we immediately jump to I'm in it but you're actually seeing it. Do so, I just let that go and just ignore it or what? <laughs> eh? Do I just, is there, is there any point in trying to ignore that, fight that? I don't, it's so attractive. If you find yourself at a level with that, on one level, you need skillful means. Watch Bloodline, you know? <laughs> I think I'll come up with a new show, but Bloodline. How about Green, uh, what was that, Green Frontier? Yeah. <laughs> Green, <laughs> Green Frontier. That's pretty good. <laughs> you know, just distract it. 
so that the mind, because uh, you can't convince the flies that there's no shit when they're smelling shit. <laughs> so you better just do something. Yeah. Yeah. And, okay. And if, and if it seems so pressing, you'll come up with some good things that give you quick relief and allow a reset. Yeah. So that you don't look at the train speedometer and it says 60 miles per hour. You can see, you know, get a respite, chill out. And then, and then there'll be points where when it's not pressing against you, you can look at the idea that I'm seeing something that I'm saying I'm in. Well, which is it? Are you in? Because if you're in, you're not seeing it. Or are you seeing it? And then there's the idea of being in. I would say it's the latter. There's a seeing of it, which is awareness, then you're seemingly in. Okay? While the shit's not hitting the fan, just put the understanding of non-duality, and then that understanding is going to show up when you're on that other level sometimes. And sooner or later, there'll be a replacing of the skillful means with a very skillful means, which is no means. Yeah? You'll see it before it demands any kind of... Uh, alteration yes we see it as oh this ship isn't parking for three days it's moving and it's going to move out yeah why let me you know completely concentrate what it's not moving fast no it's gonna go aim to go yeah not gonna kill you <laughs> okay i yeah. want to let i want to let someone else have a chance before you uh lose all your energy <laughs> seriousness uh don't put off skillful means because of some idea of non-duality. Okay. Yeah. Just use what you need to use with the point of outgrowing the need to use it, really. Yeah? yeah. And then, so, yeah, you don't want to be like a non-dual martyr. It's, or <laughs> none of that. Just do what you need to do that works. And then the conditions will change and what you used to need to do, you probably won't need to do to me. That's probably later. That's helpful. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. Um, Maria was here with her hand up, but she's gone. So, and no other hands right now. Maria who? Our, Amadea. Our, our friend. And Amadea. Oh, I'm still here. Can I ask you something, Paul? Oh, there she is. Yeah. So I'm hearing you more and more that there is nothing we can do. That um, in well, a way. Do about a certain thing. There's tons of shit we can do. I can but make a lot. Talking, we're talking about putting the cart in front of the horse or the horse in front of the cart because right now it's the, the wrong way, right? So you're saying that just kind of happens, right? You can't put the horse in front of the cart because it already is in front of the cart. You just see that, you, you, you think you see the cart has been put in front of the horse, it hasn't been. Mm -hmm. So. We're questioning the seer of the horse in front of the cart instead of going out there and trying to rearrange it again. It's always been the horses in front of the cart. Yeah. Mm. So it's a questioning of the idea of Maria that thinks, you know, oh, I made the cart in front of the horse again. No, you haven't. It just appears that way. Yeah. 
But any, uh, I mean, you're saying that any effort uh, on the part of the little self, it just reinforces it. It just reinforces it. No, uh, I'm not that. I'm saying that's a possibility. If it's if you see it, then maybe it won't occur. But if you don't see it, it will definitely occur. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, everything. The meaning of what comes after is from before. So the mind, big mind can see that an action is being done without an actor. Yeah. So that action fucking doesn't leave much of a mark and there's going to be tons of actions yeah the head sees an action as something i did yeah now you can see that you can see the head do that yeah you can yeah. see the action and what the head does with it because you're not in it you're outside of it you're seeing it mm -hmm. yeah what unfortunately happens is the seeing of it gets claimed and now the seer gets thrown right into the mix. But the seer never saw it, the seeing saw it. Yeah, so the seeing is always outside what your head says you're in. It's the space. Sooner or later, it's gotta break. Get enough examples those examples amount to something. They break the camel's back. I'm, I have faith in that. Some people maybe have to hear it 500 times. Some people maybe hear it once. Maybe they don't even need to hear it. But whatever is required, I think is available. Yeah. And if there's a stubbornness to it. Yeah. You just need some heavy as bitch slaps, I swear. Same bitch slaps. I'll have to start working out my forearms and stuff. So I don't want to, I want to cover a lot, a little bit of ground with the most impact. And you know, you've had a few from me, Maria. Yeah. <laughs> the ice cubes down your dress that time. <laughs> to try to bring you out of this severe earnestness. <laughs> Well, another uh, more practical question. Are you signed up with Zelly? You, you know what Zelly is? Did I sign up with what? Zelly, you know this. Are you, have you signed yeah, up? Yeah, he did. Anyone, Remember, Paul, that's the Z-E-L-L-E -E that you oh, yes, yes. did sign up with it, right? I guess so, yes. If okay. Mike says I did, I did. Well, I remember <laughs> we found out your bank was just signing up to be with Zell. And I, you were going to follow through with it, and now I can't remember if you did. Yeah, I think we did. That, yeah. Yeah. Because they weren't doing it, Bank of Marin. Now they do it. Yes. Why? Okay. Just wanted to know if he, if that's that's an acceptable form to send something. So, if you if you're used to it, if you've done it, I know you used to PayPal, but I think you should drive to Center Street, then crawl down Wilmack Avenue to eight two eight, and leave it on my porch. I think so. I have to do that. Yes. Bring some mangoes and some flowers and <laughs> a garland. <laughs> okay. That's it. Much love. I don't know why. Maria, you got to come and see us live, I think. I know. I know. It's time. I need some slapping. Okay, yeah, we're going to be in Sebastopol, July 24th. A live Sunday talk. 
Okay. Sebastopol is circle group. Okay, I'll talk to you. I'll call you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah. Stay well. Get better. Much love. Good to see you, Maria. Thank you, everyone. Oh, Thomas has his hand up. Thomas. Hey, Paul, we've had a few emails in the last week or two. Um, I wanted to get your two cents on um, a quandary I've had for many, many years. And that is um, relationships. Um, I've had relationships with women and men. And um, I keep going back and forth. I've been in Sex Addicts Anonymous for the last three years. I've done the 12-step sponsor, sponsee, or, and um, I seem to be um, in, um, my, my sense is I, I tried being gay, lived in San Francisco for five years. I found I missed women. And I, I feel like um, women are more relationship oriented than men. I mean, men just, basically want to do it and leave. But I still, um, it's like a forked tongue. I, I go back. I don't forth. know if, I, if this is the appropriate platform for this, but if you can get to the question, though, we can get into it. The, well, the question is, I, I find it difficult to um, get beyond my conditioning of the past and stuff that happened in the past. And I've, you know, read many non-dual books and when in Adi Shanti and stuff, and I, I still am uh, challenged in this area. So my question is, how do I get control of my sexuality? Well, you don't, first of all, and maybe do some service. Get your attention off of this topic. You don't need to study the topic, be available to others and you'll get more information about it than you would if you keep concentrating on it. Yeah, that would be my suggestion. So okay. just all the programs of recovery, service is a fundamental aspect. Right. Of the, because of all the addictive qualities, it produces a myopic obsession with things and uh, creates a certain like a maelstrom where everything comes into this tight orbit and service has the ability to take the attention out of that orbit and bring it out into whatever is going on and you will be the better for it. And a lot of clarity comes when you're, when you're not looking for clarity. And Again, this thing, if you follow the AA way, I would take this topic and turn it over to the care of the higher power. Well, and, what and do you, what, uh, view what, what, what meaning here. does higher power have for uh, you? Because, I mean, higher power, it's not something you hear in non-dual circles, right? I mean, is it? But as an action figure, my feeling of a higher power is a power that is willing and able to do for us what we can't do for ourselves. Okay. Out of many, 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 many qualities. But I like, as an action figure, having a feeling sort of like as an action figure being a sail, I want to have an intimate story about the wind. 
blowing this out. It's a piece of art, really. So my feeling is something is done for me what I couldn't do for myself. And I have an intimacy with that, with whatever that is for these 34 years. And uh, yeah, I don't think that's outside. <laughs> You know, you ever hear, read Hafiz and Rumi and stuff? Yeah. It's obviously these people were very, very clear. And they love to portray the absolute emptiness as the beloved. Yes? Okay. It was a lovely way to dance with nothing here. So let's not take it out of the artistic field, non-duality. Yeah. So I have a sense of that. And then I have a sense of it as an activity in life and i like yeah call it the higher power the course of miracles calls it the holy spirit whatever it takes it looks at the same information the brain is going to interpret to the body and it collates it differently and it serves it to you and then there's a well a huge different emphasis so yeah that's how i see it so I would uh, see for the action figure in a way, you really want to build its church on sense and feeling. So if you've had a miracle and something like in my experience, something struck, struck me sober. And I had years of having a lot of people who really cared about me, wanting me to be sober, and it wasn't happening. I even wanted it. it wasn't happening. So it was a, a profound demonstration of something doing for someone what they couldn't do for themselves, nor could my mother do it for me or the state or anything. So that was pretty, uh, that's like the foundation of that temple I live in here. Yeah, is those demonstrations of and I've seen it so much in life and other people's lives. And I've seen people, we used to do a thing in AA in San Francisco. You would write down what you would like uh, in a year of being sober. And when you got there, your sponsor would bring it out and you would, the way you had shortchanged yourself was so unbelievable and life had given you so much fucking more. Yeah, it was a beautiful demonstration of the small mindedness of that which is directly our life, the self centeredness. Yeah. So, yeah, I would, that's what I would do. If something seems unmovable, just admit it is, at least to you, that you're outmatched and ask something to, or nothing to do with what it wants with it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. This is not. This is not a pharisaical non-duality view. We're not living by the, the letter of the law. We're living by the spirit of the law. There is no thing in duality called non-duality. Non-duality is before duality. If you want that which, you know. So it's, it can be in everything. Yeah bringing in non-duality to recovery. No, 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 just, <laughs> we, we are the bringer of everything. <laughs>
and nothing. We are non-duality. We are reality. Being ourselves reality. When do you think is that day? When is it that day? Is it a future day or was it a past day and then you fucked up? No, being ourselves reality. It's not a mourning for what was had and lost or or a yearning for something that maybe get got later. It's being, B-E-I-N-G means present tense state, being ourselves, which includes us, <laughs> reality. I mean, that's from the godfather of non-duality, James Brown, <laughs> Ramana Mahashi. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, if it's, if you have pictures of him in front of your talks and everything, just abide by it. That's what he said, being ourselves reality. The greatest mystery is, you know, reality, us wanting to attain reality. Yeah. So let's look at who or what wants to attain reality. See that you're not that and you may feel like reality. You know, like whatever that feels like. Yeah. You're not going to feel like it as that which thinks it's reality, a.k.a. Paul. Yeah. It's reality has to be something that isn't real for it to stay real. Yes. Because if reality was real, it would be obvious to this system that for me to attain reality, I must be completely destroyed. Now the system isn't into that. <laughs> it doesn't, it's not gonna jump in the fire willingly. You know what I mean? You're gonna be in a cognitive dissonance condition. You'll be going one way and the other way and meaning no way, no way, yeah? So it's obvious if you're not reality, to be reality, something's gotta be, destroyed and that's you and that which is you doesn't want to be destroyed so let's take lifetimes to get there yeah let's put it off until i'm purified <laughs> let's uh i haven't done the 30 challenges of hercules you know Whoosh, that's good i'm gonna put suspend a few of them i can't get what's gonna happen when i do the 30th one fucking i'm completely bye bye yeah don't you see the message is you are what you're looking for. There you go. Yeah. I don't know how it fits you or how it's received, but that's the statement of non-duality in a, in a nutshell, is you are what you're looking for. Yeah. Well, what's looking is what you're looking for. So, yeah. All right. Thank you. You made a nice combination of Pharisees and paras parasite. Yeah, you like that. <laughs> I <Yeah>. did. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> yes. Um, no other hands up. The Pharisee. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Did you ever see those? I remember when I gave it the first one of the first things that I got asked to do was by the Urban Guru Cafe. It was an interesting website based in Australia. So this lady who was the co-founder of it asked me to do a talk, you know, a video, uh, interview. And then they put it up on the website. So after they did that, I went to see the website and all these talks from different people and then the comments. And there was a lot of non-dual dueling. 
if anyone said I, they were out or me or a pronoun. And I was like, wow, I'm going to get crucified in this thing. I said, but I mean, isn't that missing the fucking point? Wow. So that's where I came up with the idea of non-dual Pharisees. They have the letter of the law, but not the spirit of the law. Yes? The spirit overrides the letter. The letter defines the spirit, which isn't to do. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, I think that's it. We're all, we're getting ready to have a coffee here. I got to blow my nose. <laughs> Could be an explosion. All right. So let's say goodbye. Eh? Mike, I'm happy that you're in your house. Everything's going great. Yeah. Yep. So I'm going to start giving out your addresses for people to go and visit. Yeah, it's a great place. We'll, we'll see if we can make it a nice little retreat center. Yeah, we'll have you'll you'll be the pre, the preliminary Zed bitch lap, and then the, the heavyweights will show up. Yeah, yeah. ZBS East. Yeah, yeah. It's ZBS East. Yes. All right. Thanks, Mike. See you soon. Okay. Dono. Dono. Never, never to go on a Vipassana retreat. Very good. Hey, that's a big, that's a, that's cool. Robbie, Robbie, nice to see you. Call me up when you're coming around. I should be better by then. Mike C, he's going to sleep very nice. Oh, <laughs> his hand moved. He's, a, he's alive. We got uh, David uh, Walker, another Aussie. Nice to see you, Dave. Richard H. Hey, Paul. Hey. We got Stuart, another ASEAN. Tariq, I'm sure Tariq is back in Dover, New Jersey. I like how he coincided his vacation with my being there. It's okay, Tariq. We'll meet someday. Gary C., the man from the corner. There he is. Adu. Uh, Ellen, thanks for coming, Ellen. Nice to meet you. David B. Not in jail, not in the hospital. Everything's looking up. We got Roman Mueller. Dr. Mueller. Nice to see you. Roman. Mueller. <laughs> Would be the Mueller. Mueller. <laughs> we got Thomas P. We got Deborah from Alberta. There she it's is. Nice, nice to see you. We got Macaulay. We got Chris, Holly. Uh, uh, oh, Nina. Very nice. Thank you, Nina, for all the donations. We got uh, uh, Macaulay. We got Angie. There she is. Miles. Angie, yes. Holly, Adish. Always nice to see Adish. We got Miranda. Is, is this your first time, Miranda? No? Oh, good. Ari? Ari. Well, I hope you feel better soon, really. And thank you for everything. It's okay. There's a slot waiting for you, Ari. I'll, I can't make, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be in touch with you today. Yeah, you'll be, there's a slap waiting, don't worry. 
Dennis. We got David B. Again, Susan K., my latte lady, which I'm going to have right now. The hell with the cold. Leanne, Christina, Jimmy R. Hey, thank you everyone for all the support and just being here together makes me feel a whole lot better. So thank you. See you, uh, all the, it's all on the website under events, all the talks, and there you go. All right, see ya. Thank you, bye. Thanks, Paul. See you, Mike. Thank you. See you, later, see you Mike. Thank you. Hi, Nina. Thank you, Mike. Bye.